Looking for a new job? Or recruiting new talent? Kickstart your search on RecruitIreland.com, where people make better connections. Job seekers, find your perfect match with in-depth company profiles and handy career advice. Recruiters, advertise your jobs and showcase your company across Ireland's trusted media network. RecruitIreland.com. Jump on to take off. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh my God. Ross, totally back. I'm an optimist. Yeah, no, famously so. So when Surika sends me a text and asks me to pop over to the house tonight after the kids have gone to bed, I instantly assume it's because she wants me back. I spend the early part of the evening doing sit-ups, then I throw on the black Deliveroo hoodie that I bought on eBay back in the day after Surika drunkenly confessed to me that one of her sexual fantasies was doing it on the stairs with a random food delivery guy. I got a lot of wear out of the thing on the role-play nights that, quite possibly Roe McDermott in the Irish Times magazine, said were a good way of keeping a relationship fresh and interesting. Jesus, I even invested in a mountain bike. I really must give myself more credit as a husband. Surico's so into it, even adding little storyline twists like pretending that she couldn't find her purse and asking me if I could think of some other way she could pay for her Nando's pita triangles with hummus and peri-peri drizzle. That I started to genuinely worry whenever she phoned for a takeout and I wasn't actually home. Anyway, I throw it on me as I'm on my way out the door. As I said, an optimist. Such an optimist, in fact, that it's only when I'm taking the turn off the roundabout onto Ballinclay Road that I start to think that maybe she's not looking for sex, and what if the reason she wants to see me has something to do with her sister, still don't know name, being pregnant and me being potentially the father. As I pull up outside the house, I actually consider taking the hoodie off, but then the optimist in me ends up winning out, as it usually does, which is one of the things I love about myself. As I press the doorbell, though, I notice her old man's car in the driveway and my heart starts beating faster, wondering, do they know my secret? Surika opens the door. She's wearing her work clothes, even though it's like 10 o'clock at night. She looks wrecked, so much so that she doesn't even notice the hoodie as she opens the door wider and invites me in. I'm there, uh, how are you? Still not knowing if I'm walking into an ambush here. Tired, she goes, which I can see with my own eyes. You don't look tired, I go. You look amazing in fairness to you. It's possibly the tone of my voice. I'm going to use the word seductive that suddenly brings her to her senses. She notices the Deliveroo logo on my chest. Then also at my feet, the giant cube-shaped thermal delivery bag. I forgot to mention that we also bought a giant cube-shaped thermal delivery bag. And she goes, Oh my God! In a highly outraged voice. 
I can't believe you thought you were coming here for that. I'm there. Maybe I misread the text. But again, she's like, we are never, ever doing that again. Get that through your thick fucking skull. Doing what again? A voice goes. Yeah, no, it ends up being her old man. He steps out of the kitchen with a big serious face on him. Surika quickly goes, nothing. Because she obviously doesn't want her precious dad to know the kind of shit that his little princess gets up to whenever she's in the mood. Like asking me to whisper, your rider is Julio, in her ear while we're doing it. And I hope that doesn't come across as indiscreet. Her old man is obviously terrified by the prospect of me worming my way back in there. He goes, can we get on with this thing? Surika's there. Yes, let's skip the pleasantries and do that. I'm like, what's this thing? As in, what am I actually doing here? Surika looks at her old man, who nods once, then looks back at me. I want you to sign something, she goes. I'm there. If it's the divorce papers, I might need to think about it. I'm not sure I even believe in divorce. No, you're getting it confused with monogamy, she goes. It's monogamy you don't believe in. He sort of like chuckles to himself. He's loving every minute of this. He's waited long enough for it in fairness to the prick. She goes, we are getting divorced, Ross. But in the meantime, I need you to sign a piece of paper, basically a statement. A statement? Saying? Excuse me? As in, what does this statement supposedly say? She takes a deep breath and it comes out as a sigh. It says that we've been separated for the last five years, she goes. We continue to cohabitate for the sake of our children, but we've been living very much separate lives under the same roof for all that time. I'm there, but that would be a lie, Surika. She's like, yes, I know that. And she can't even look at me when she says it. Sister Ostrobertha would be spinning like a fucking rotisserie chicken in her grave. She knows it, and I know it. She looks down at her feet. I'm there, so why do you want me to sign a statement telling a lie? And for a few seconds, I have her on the big time back foot. You know, especially given that you led the rosary at the last Mount Anvil Past Pupils Union Prayers and Prosecco event. Because, he ends up going, trying to spare her blushes, you're about to go to prison for exposing yourself in public and pinning the blame on someone else. So my daughter naturally wants to put distance between you both. I'm there. I didn't expose myself. I took my horse out in a pub, and that was back in the day when that kind of thing was considered hilarious. Of course, he wouldn't know that, having zero interest in rugby. He looks at me with genuine, genuine contempt. I'm sure this is all very triggering for him, reminding him of the night in Patrick Gibo's when I got fucked up on tequila, turned my trouser pockets inside out, and did my famous elephant impression that still makes Sean O'Brien honk with laughter to this day. I'm there... Is me doing a mooner in the Thoman bar really what's upsetting you? Or was it me taking my mickey out in front of your family and friends at your 25th wedding anniversary dinner? In that moment, he looks mad enough to kill me with his hands. Ross, please, Surika goes. If you end up going to prison, I'm there, I might not go to prison. If you end up going to prison, it's going to be very embarrassing for me. I'm talking about politically. And what, working for my old man who burned down the doll himself? Surika isn't embarrassing politically. Ross, I don't want this overshadowing my legislative agenda for the rest of 2019. She pretty much roars at me. And then in a softer voice, she goes, Ross, you owe this to me. I look at her. 
And it's weird because I know in that moment that it's like definitely, definitely over between us. And I feel sad thinking that she'll never again dig her fingernails into my head and shout, Oh Julio, ride me like I'm your delivery bike and you've a bag full of orders going cold. And I'll never get to use my brilliant order successfully delivered line as she lies on the stairs in a post-sexual daze and I grab three or four sheets of kitchen roll to mop up our spills. Fine, I go, realising that the game is up here. I'll do it. Surika smiles. She's like, thank you, Ross. But he goes, don't thank him. It's the least you deserve after what he's put you through for the last how many years? Let him go to jail and rot there, I say. I'm like, where is it? As in this famous statement. It's in the kitchen, she goes. Then she leads the way there. He makes sure to come too. You know, he doesn't want any slip-ups at this late stage. The statement is sitting on top of the island in the kitchen. It's like ten lines long, but I don't bother my whole even reading it. I just pick up the pen that's sitting beside it, and I scribble my name at the bottom with a big flourish, like when I used to practice my autograph back in school. Can you put your second name as well? She goes. So I add the O'Carroll and the Kelly. She's like, thank you. I'm just about to ask if I can pop upstairs to see Brian, Johnny and Leo, but then I remember I saw them last weekend and they were very fucking annoying and that was probably enough. And that's when, out of nowhere, her old man ends up suddenly losing it with me. He goes, why the hell are you wearing that? And I just assume he's talking about the delivery hoodie. Having had enough of his bullshit for one night, I end up going, what, this thing? If you must know, me and your daughter used to play this game where she ordered food for delivery and pay for it with sex. Oh my God, Surika goes, pushing her hand over her mouth. I'm there. The reason she was limping at your 25th anniversary dinner, by the way, was corporate burns. Surika's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And that's when the dude goes, I'm talking about your wedding ring. I'm there. Alrighty. Slight communication breakdown there. He goes, take it off. And he grabs me violently by the wrist and, I shit you not, starts literally trying to pull the thing off my finger. Surika screams, she's like, Dad, stop it. And I'm there, what the fuck? What the actual fucking fuck? Because he's hurting me. You know, I don't mind admitting, I'm not the whippet thin number 10 I was when Surika and I first got hitched. Get it off you, the dude goes, in an absolute rage, by the way. You're not married to my daughter anymore. I'm there, I still am technically but he's having none of it. Still clutching my wrist, he literally drags me over to the fridge, tears open the door and whips out the low, low gold. Surika's like, what are you doing? And she's practically hysterical. He's there, if it won't come off naturally, I'm going to have to use this. The next thing I know, he's sticking his hand into the tub and smearing my finger in butter. He starts pulling again and I swear to fuck, I'm in absolute agony. I should deck the fucker. God knows he's had it coming for years. But it's like he's suddenly got this, I don't know, superhuman strength. It's like all the shit I've thrown at him over the years has turned him into a monster. One who's in serious danger of dislocating my finger now. Circus still going, Dad, stop. Dad, please stop. But the dude just won't be told. I end up howling. I'm like, ah! The ring still won't budge, even with my left hand covered in butter, which makes him even angrier. I'm like, dude, chillax. I'll lose a bit of weight, especially now that it looks like I'm going to be back on the dating scene. But he's not listening to reason. He drags me over to the counter where the chopping board sits. And that's when Surika ends up totally losing it. 
She's like screaming at the top of her voice going, Dad, no, no, I don't want this. And of course, I have no idea what this is until he throws open the cutlery drawer. And with his free hand, he pulls out the good Sabatier bread knife. I'm like, what the fuck? As he slams my hand down on the chopping board. And now it's my turn to scream because the mad bastard is going to do it. He's going to saw off my actual finger. I'm there, dude, no, no, no. And that's when I hear a sudden clunk behind me. Circa's old man drops the knife and falls to the ground. I turn around and Brian, Johnny and Leo are standing there in their pyjamas. Leo, with a wok in his hand, having pretty much knocked Circa's old man out cold. What the hell? The dude grumbles. No idea what day of the week it is. I'm like, boys, it's great to see you. And I'm not actually lying for once. Brian snatches the wok out of Leo's hand, steps forward and gives his grandfather a second crack over the head with the thing. And while I'm tempted to step out of the room and leave them to it, Surika insists on taking it out of his hand. Ross, she goes, just get out of the house before my dad comes around. So I decide to cool it a day. Down a wife, but at least with all my fingers still attached. Sirka gets down on her hunkers to see if he's okay. A second or two later, his head pops up and, yeah, no, he's starting to come around all right. He goes, Get him out of here, Sirka, please, before I kill him. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.